So you're wearing a Chiefs hoodie. I am. Are you a Chiefs fan? Uh, I had family in Kansas City, and we um, we went there every year for a while. I've been to Arrowhead a couple times. But I hear the bar. I hear the barbecue there. Fantastic. Very good. Yeah, I've only had it a couple times. Humble but, brag. Um, nah, not really. <laughs> not a not a girlfriend. Humble brag. Not a girlfriend. Not a Noah brag. Hiles humble brag. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, go Chiefs. All right, let's go. Way up, way up we go. Been up and down that road. Way up, way up, oh no. We gon' burn the whole house down. Watch me standing in line. You're only serving lies. You got something to hide. We gon' burn the whole house down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the underpaid and overrated podcast i'm noah hiles i'm michael gar and uh not much to talk about but we're gonna make it happen as we always do michael gar yeah this is a slow time of year yes. february early march march madness coming around the oh, corner though. buddy couple weeks couple oh, weeks away buddy so it'll pick up again but right now it's a little oh, slow man can you just hear those trumpets? Greg Gumbel at the desk. Yes. Clark Kellogg. Seth Davis. Oh, man. Oh. Nothing better. Nothing better. And then you get to April, and you get the Masters. You get the NHL and NBA playoffs. You get opening like day. No tradition like yeah, Jim Nance's soft, and then you, smooth voice. You get, yeah, you get the start of the playoffs, yeah. and then we get into opening May. Day. Oh, yeah. we Of course, opening day. Yeah. And then... You get into May, you got the NFL draft. Yep. The playoffs are really heating up. Yep. Baseball is getting into full swing. Yep. And then we get into June, and then you got the championships. Champ, right. And it just all happens. And then you get and into it's July. Hot. <laughs> yeah, then you get to July. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to take you through the whole year on this podcast. So um, I'd say the number one thing probably going on in sports right now, uh, I guess, would be the NFL Combine. Yeah. If you're into that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, every year there's a guy in the M- NFL Combine who they qu- say quote-unquote wins the Combine. Right. I didn't know it was that kind of contest. <laughs> but, uh, For me, it's usually Rich Eisen. Yeah. I always like Oh, yeah, he ran the suit. 40 today. Yeah. Did he do it today? Yeah. I know he does it every year. Yeah, so um, this year, last year was Saquon was like the main guy mm-hmm. everyone talked about in the past years. It's been different players here and there. But this year is, it is Old Miss wide receiver DK Metcalf. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know who this guy is, and if you're not a degenerate who you know <laughs> bet on a lot of Old Miss overs like I did this past <laughs> college football season. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy, baby. Let's go. I have some friends down in Old yeah, Miss. Yeah, you got friends in everywhere. I got friends all over the place. Yes. I run deep. Yes, I like it. Uh, some good tailgating areas yeah, oh, to have friends and campus, family. Yeah, yeah, people. I'm telling you, girls in the south. Dude, yeah, dude. There. Ole Miss is yeah, like the yeah. deep south. Yeah, it's, it's the only thing that like ladies. is good about Mississippi at all is Ole Miss. Yeah, there's nothing else there. <laughs> That's true. That's there's, true. That state has have you been nothing to, to have offer. Have you been to Mississippi? State? I have, I've never Neither been to the I. state of Mississippi. Oh, you've never even been to the state of Mississippi? Yes. Oh yeah. No, it's a it's a nice uh, nice little campus. But you're right. Outside that, I. I Want to really want to explore? Yeah, so I agree. Not to interrupt you, go them ahead. boys up north. <laughs> but DK Metcalf, uh, DK Metcalf, uh, one point six percent body fat. Yeah, 
I saw. I think that's Dave insane. Put out a picture of him. Yeah. Yeah. He's he is. He is a, just an absolute unit. I couldn't even. And he runs the forty point. a four three three. Yeah. I believe that's the second fastest wide receiver there. The only guy that was ahead of him was Paris Campbell of Ohio State. Went to the same high school as LeBron James. Oh, nice. St. Vincent St. Mary. I, I Paris Campbell. On a side note, I know we're getting really off track, but Go that's for fine. It. Go for it. Paris Campbell is. If you watched Ohio State a lot, and you went to college in Ohio, so during yeah. your time there, you probably did that. Yeah. yeah. So um, every school here and there will have like a player that's just there forever. Mm-hmm. And Paris Campbell <laughs> is that guy for Ohio State football for a while. Aaron Kraft was that I, for Ohio I was just State basketball. Say, I was just going to say Aaron Kraft. Uh, the, Aaron Perry Kraft. Ellis. Aaron Kraft seemed like he was there for 12 years. North Carolina has – uh, no, I, I wouldn't say Luke May is a – a forever guy, um, but um, Perry Ellis at Kansas was there forever. Like he was there forever. Grayson Allen was at Duke forever. Yeah, and yeah, they're always a handful. There's always yeah. There's you're just like, you're man, just like the, this guy's still here, huh? He, uh, Jerry McNamara. Yes, like he was Syracuse, Carl Krauser played years. at Pitt from <laughs> when I was in kindergarten to at least my sophomore year of high school. Yeah, Carl Ronald Krauser. Carl Krauser guarded Carmelo yeah. Anthony and Kemba Walker. <laughs> yeah. He really did. <laughs> in his college career. Oh, my God. So, yeah, there's always guys like that. That's Paris Campbell. Yeah. Um, but anyway, who's DK... The other, who's the other white guy on Syracuse that... Uh, oh, man, God, I don't know. Geez. I mean, Buddy Beheim is Jerry, for sure going to be the next guy, but Jerry, Jerry McNamara, McNamara was... Who's the other... Wasn't that... Uh, was it Devendorf? No, that was Notre Dame, I thought, is Devendorf. Oh. You know, another, know another... If we're going down this route... We are. Kevin Pitsnoggle, WVU, that guy. You know, I heard he ended up in, like, a trailer park. He's, like, a teacher, math teacher or something, but gained, like, 150 pounds. I mean, something. That's what I heard. I'm not shocked. I could could be wrong. I don't know. But I'd like to see him. Classic Big East. I miss those old Big East days. Those are are some good times. All right. So, anyway, DK Metcalf. Yeah. Not Big East. Not Big East. Uh, And he's going to get paid. Um... Give me your thoughts on guys who quote unquote win the combine. Obviously, last year Saquon Barkley was a little different because you're just like everyone knew who that guy, you yeah. know, who Saquon was. Yeah. They knew he was going to be high so draft pick. Lived up to the but hype. this guy, this guy is going to get paid for being a workout superstar. Um, do you have? Oh, do you put a lot of stock into the combine? I, as I th- a fan, I don't really watch the combine to begin with uh, because I'm not that interested. To me, I think um, what happens on the field uh, is the most important. And there are so many stories nowadays where they don't do well at the combine, it's or not about they your are low draft and rows. It's yeah. about the Jimmys and Joes. There you go. It's about the Jimmys and Joes, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, to me, it's just I, I think what he did is really impressive, and I think yeah, that's going to raise his draft stock. But we don't know until he actually plays in the NFL for a couple years. Guys like Saquon, yeah, lived up to the hype. You, he did well at the combine. He he did very well in his first year with the Giants. And maybe DK is going to do the same thing, but you just you don't know. There are some fat guys who end up doing uh, really well, uh, or do really poorly at the combine, and then end up doing well at the in the NFL. You know who also won the combine in their respective years? No, guy named Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, he didn't. He stunk. Darius stunk. Hayward Bay. And he's fat. And Darius Hayward fat Bay dominated Did the he? combine. He was a first round pick. Yeah. by the Oakland Raiders. And what happened there? Yeah. John Ross. You know who that is? Oh, I do remember John Ross. John Ross out of Washington dominated yeah. the combine. He he was a speedster. Yeah. 
Wide receivers who dominate the combine don't impress me. Mm-hmm. I'll just flat out say it. Like, you, nah. DK, this DK guy, great athlete, no mm-hmm. doubt. But I don't care if, I mean, it, I guess it is important. It's nice to have a wide receiver that can absolutely burn him and turn him. No sure. doubt. But I would rather have, especially in today's NFL where the field can be so spread out and you can go over the middle a lot more. I need to know, I'd rather have a guy who's fast inside 20 yards mm-hmm. than a guy who's fast going straight down the line. And this guy, just does, he doesn't look like a wide receiver to me. He looks like a middle linebacker should, in uh, his build. And so I don't know if I'm, I'm sold on DK Metcalf. I looked at the one drill he did, and he was like horrible at like starting and stopping and going real quick again and like when you're a wide receiver you need that's, to be able to do that yeah so i mean i i can guarantee i mean i'm sure he'll be a first round pick or you know an early second round pick this just because of this stop. performance yeah but i don't know if this i don't know why just because he's strong i don't need a wide receiver who's super strong you know i'd rather have a guy who's quick you know, and understands how to get open. Mm-hmm. Like the New England Patriots win all these games with guys. None of them run four four forties, right? And yet they see they seemingly they, always. They you know, AB didn't win, and DK Juju didn't win the combine, yeah. but they end up being good receivers. You know, and, and DK's got to be in the right system too. I mean, I think the right team has to pick him. I think there are probably certain teams where he won't fit, um, and certain teams where he could thrive a little more. Um, it's great to be athletic. You got to be strong and, and quick and everything. But this, like you said, in, inside the twenties, those short, quick routes, he may not be that good at. But if he, you know, finds a team where they use him to, you know, the best of his ability, then he could work out. If not, then he may struggle. Um, whatever the case may be, we know that he's a freak. And if I met him in the, you know, in a dark alley, I'd, I'd be running. No, you'd be running the down, down on the dark roads, down in Dale, Mississippi. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Yep. Um, All right. So okay. yeah, your thoughts on the combine as a whole? I just think it's stupid. I, I think don't pay attention. There to was it. a point in time where I thought the combine went from like nothing to something huge. And everyone really did care. But then, once we saw these combine heroes year after year kind of fall flat on their face, I think now it's come down to earth a little bit. And people are putting a lot less stock into it. Where, you know, I mean, the big stories from the combine, it's one guy who's just a genetic freak, and then Kyler Murray's hand size. And that's it. You're seeing guys opt out of running the 40. You're seeing guys opt out of throwing, opt out of doing, you know, different jumps and everything. Because they know it's just like people are going back to the old school way of thinking because there's enough film out there. Beforehand, you might not have film on certain guys, so you need to see if they actually are fast rather than going word of mouth. But now there's enough film, there's enough data and information, and there's enough opportunities to do pro days and stuff. The combine isn't that important, in right. my opinion. Right. I'd rather watch, um, yeah, film like from their college days, like in actual games and stuff. What yeah. I'd really like to see is forget, you know, NF- the NFL Network shows all these drills and everything. I'd rather see them uh, film like the. Don't they have to take like an IQ test or that's something like that? Shit. That's some shit. Or the interviews? Yeah. The that's interviews, what I want to see. The interview questions, they ask one dude. I want to see the mental stuff. Dude, they asked one kid, uh, it was a defensive back from Kentucky, if yeah. he had both testicles. <laughs> what he said? What was the I, I I don't know what his answer was. I wonder if you knew what those were. But like, cont- I mean, there's certain people like Vince Young. I didn't he have like the worst I IQ test yeah. of all time or something? I mean, there are guys. That's what I want to see. I want to see these simple questions. Make it like a game show. 
you know? Have some of these guys who they think, oh, this guy, you know, could really mess up and, uh, you know, be funny. I'd watch. That That would, t- you know, have me tune in. So another big thing trending on uh, social media right now is about the Monday Night Football broadcast yeah. team. Yeah. Since our last episode, uh, we unfortunately had to accept the departure of one of the all-time <laughs> yeah. greats, Jason Witten. Yeah. Probably the worst color commentator broadcast, of all time. Yeah. Garbage. Um, he's going back to the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, go, 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 go ahead, Jason. Yeah, Whitten. as long as he's not in the booth. This I don't is care a this does. was a classic. You can't fire me because I yeah. quit. Kind of move. Yeah. And um, so now everyone's talking about their replacement. Obviously, the the Monday Night Football broadcast team they got a lot of shit last year. Uh, I like Tessitore, and I don't mind Booger. I think Witten was just a I thought, really I big Booger was funny in his in his little mobile. Yeah. <laughs> so now the also, big I think thing. Also, Booger's a funny name. Yes, I, I agree. Want, I want to know his real name because it's not Booger. No, it's it's like James or something. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. it's not hard to find out. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess it's 2019. Uh, we well, played lazy. in the I'm NFL. Just, I'm just lazy. <laughs> um, Did he? I didn't know that. So, isn't that <laughs> ironic what we're looking at right now? Um, but anyway, so NFL. The NFL Twitter, Monday Night Football, people are debating who's going to be the guy who... Yeah, everyone's making their sales pitch. Sorry, this video... There's a video of of Drake doing boxing training right now on my laptop. With a tennis ball. (laughs) And it really threw us off. Yeah. We're not cutting any of that. But anyway, when you get down to it, there's a trending topic, and it's McAfee for Monday Night Football. Pat McAfee, former Colts punter, all-time... Or, you know, pro bowler... Uh, local guy. Local guy went yep. to Plum High School. Yep. WVU, mm-hmm. all American there. Mm-hmm. Uh, former barstool guy. Now he runs his own operation. Yeah. Very funny guy. Hilarious guy yeah. and insightful. Yeah. And he's making his sales pitch to go on Monday Night Football. Do you think this would be a good idea? Uh, Do you think this is something that should happen? I love this because uh, he did one game at the end of the year. It was between the Packers and Lions. Yes. Um, and I was able to catch some highlights. I actually didn't watch that game because I was so sick of the Lions at that point. Mm. It was the last game of the season. I was just done done with them, as I usually am uh, in December. And he was really good. He, Like you said, really insightful guy. He knows the game. Even as a punter, you're still in the NFL. You're yes. still a player, so you still have a pretty good sense I mean, of what's going on. He was a punter, but like his quarterback was Peyton Manning. Right. You he, know, so, he, he went to Super Bowls. Right. Like, so he knows what he's talking yeah. about. And I thought he had he brought great energy. And then he, he we even saw a little glimpse of his like full potential with uh, the Lions actually pulled off a fake field goal. Mm-hmm. And he went nuts. I mean, he, he there's nothing that excites him more than a good special teams play. Yes. So I think anytime you're going to see that, he's going to really, really go uh, go crazy. But I, I like him. I thought he just, again, he knows the game. He knows what he's talking about. And compared to Jason Witten, I mean, man, I, just, I think yeah, it's a no-brainer. Robot. I think I think you have to you have to at least consider. You him. have to you have to shake it up. This last Monday Night Football crew was incredibly Stop. boring and, and awkward. Bad, they've had a bad stretch. Lately. And yeah, I mean, I I like Gruden. Gruden, I like too, actually. And, and McDonough. Yeah. Uh, but and I don't. I think but before that, there's been like yeah. Tony Kornheiser wasn't that great. No. Um, you know, a handful of uh, not since like people. Al Michaels. And Al those Michaels guys. is good, but that was John way Madden. back. Yeah, yeah that's so ages ago. If I'm making a booth right now, yeah, I don't. I might keep Joe Tessitore in there. I want to give him another shot. Yeah, I'm fine. But with him. if if you're taking Tessitore out, I would like to see Mike Tirico. 
Maybe. Tariko's good, except he's with NBC. Or so. wait, no, who's the guy? Um, Tariko was... I like McDonough. I wish that... Yeah, and uh, you know what? No, I don't want McDonough. Really? You know I what? Like let's, keep, let's keep Tessator there. Okay. So we'll keep Tessator play-by-play. I got a color commentary guy. Go for it. Because I like McAfee doing what Booger did last year. Maybe yeah. don't put him in that stupid contraption because I think that he would... He would make that more interesting than the game itself. Yeah. Um. But like, I like McAfee. I think he brings a demographic that's not watching Monday Night Football now. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, just like young, like the younger generation who might be out doing other stuff. Yeah. Uh. I think that he would bring comedy and make it exciting. Yeah. But my color commentary. There's been names thrown out. Kurt Warner has been mentioned. Peyton Manning has Warner's been mentioned. Warner's a number of games on uh, Westwood One. I think. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So he's, and he's familiar with it. And uh, you know, Peyton Manning obviously. Peyton Manning, I think, would be played good. with McAfee, so that'd mm-hmm. be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imagine those two just. Just shooting the shit, yeah. <laughs> I got another pick. Joe Thomas. Ah, actually, that'd be a good pick. Joe Thomas. I like that. I, I don't know if you've listened to any interviews or anything with Joe Thomas. Incredibly insightful yeah. guy. Good sense of humor. Great I've sense of humor. Twitter. I've seen him on Twitter. Uh, he knows the game. He Again, you're getting different perspectives. Yeah. We've had the quarterback in the booth for the last three decades. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it works. A you know Tony right. Romo. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Give me some new perspectives. Mm-hmm. Everyone can break down you know the past coverages now, mm-hmm. but I want to get a different perspective, and you get that from an offensive lineman. Yeah. Also, what team's hot in the streets right now? Cleveland it's Browns. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. They got a good it's young scary. quarterback. They've got. We'll just say a physical running game, <laughs> um, and you know, and they're going to be competing for a division that was for the last decade plus dominated by two teams who are kind of on a downswing. Yeah. So, I think the Browns are going to be getting some primetime games, I'd imagine, and why not have Joe Thomas calling them? I like that pick. And you get Pat McAfee, who is friends with Joe Thomas. They, he's on Pat McAfee's podcast all the time. You get him doing sideline or the third man in the booth for special teams. I like I like that booth. My biggest thing is, and this is just kind of a, almost a pet peeve of mine. I like it when, and I don't think anyone does this nowadays, but you have to. I think you should only have two people calling a game. I hate that third guy. I think it's always just too much. I hate Here's the the, thing. the booger Mo- type Monday guy. Night Football. I have no problem with a sideline reporter. Like I like Buck and Aikman with Aaron Andrews on the side throwing in. But, Aaron, but Monday but t- Night Football is famous for having a three man booth. Well, it they started. need to stop. Well, it started. Well, like historically well, times have changed. Uh, in my- <laughs> I think you could still make it work. I, I mean, well, obviously they're going to make it work because they're going to stick with three. But I've always been a fan of two. I like McAfee. I, I think Joe Thomas is a good pick. Um, I, I know you mentioned him. I'd like to see Peyton Manning. I think he's got a really good sense of humor too. He's not on Twitter or anything like that, but he definitely has that TV presence. He's been on practically every single commercial imaginable. He- and I think I know he's a quarterback, but I think he could really bring um, you know something good to the game. Here's the thing with Peyton. I think Peyton would be very good at it. Yeah. Like the first couple games, I think Peyton would get bored with it very quickly. I don't see that being something Peyton like Romo. Romo will be calling games, but don't you think forever. Peyton could do something like Romo where he calls Peyton the plays could do in exactly. But like Peyton, Romo needed something else because it's like. You know, I'm sure... Because <laughs> he wasn't that good. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, exactly. Like, he yeah. left football, like, yeah. probably not as... Ple- like, he lost his job to a fifth-round draft pick. Yeah. You know, a rookie fifth-round yeah. draft pick. Yeah. So, you know, he, he didn't leave on the best of terms. He needed something else to fulfill. What does Peyton Manning have left to fulfill in his life? 
I mean, like, he's won Super Bowls, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Well, yeah, he, he hasn't got, broadcasted, though. It, well, th- and that he's could be a challenge, but I, I think mean, Peyton knows he could do well. I think he, he would nail it, but, like, I think Peyton Manning would be a very temporary thing. I just don't maybe think... Maybe he only I does it for a couple years, but I still think it'd, I think it'd still be something he would want to do. I think giving this avenue to someone like like a Joe Thomas and Pat McAfee who already are working in yeah. media separately. They yeah. both have their own individual outlets. I think that this could be a really good thing. Where, like, you look, I know we keep referencing Romo, but, like, CBS looks at Romo and they think, like, we've got a guy that we can market for our mm-hmm. games for the next 20 years. Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying ESPN the best needs guy. to find a guy yeah. like that. They think, have, and I think McAfee's the best. Because who's the young who's the young former athlete that ESPN can market now for their football coverage? I can only think of one guy that brings anything to the table. Randy Moss. That's I not think. The, oh, okay. I think Randy yeah. Moss where they like do the thing like you just got mossed on yeah. you know Sunday countdown and yeah. everything. Because all of their big names they're going away. They're either going to different networks mm-hmm. or they're retiring. Mm-hmm. I mean, who we grew up watching? Chris Berman. Mm-hmm. You know, all these guys. They're gone now. And the ones that they're bringing in, eh, it's just like they had <laughs> Gruden. Tom Jackson. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they brought, you know, they had Gruden for a while. He's gone. They need a new batch of talent. And I think guys and they need like a bit of McAfee a goofy, and others. Yeah. yeah. And they need a kind of a character, too. McAfee's a character. Um Gruden, again, I I think we both agree he was a character, and I, I liked him a lot. I know he got made fun of a lot, but I thought he was really insightful too. And he had the he was very quirky and goofy, but it worked, at least in my opinion. And I think McAfee not necess- he may not necessarily be quirky, uh, but he's got enough of a uh, personality yes. that I think it would work. And, 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 and I'm think, not saying Manning's the best guy. I don't think he is. I think I like Joe Thomas, and I think I, Kurt Warner. I think would probably be the best. Give me Manning over Kurt Warner. Warner, I, I've listened to Warner. I think he's uh, he's fine, but he doesn't do any. It's nothing special for me. Maybe I just like Manning more. Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. Look who is in the building. It is Dalton Ritz. Bring him in, Dalton. One of my favorite. Segment. Now, hang on. Dalton's actually done some prep here. I have. So, Dalton, before we get into our Twitter news story, and this is good, Dalton, give me <clears throat> give me some of your thoughts. So, I've, I've been thinking a lot about sports lately, okay. which is not something that I commonly do, and how we could make it more fun and dandy mm-hmm. for the uh, younger millennial audience. <laughs> <clears throat> so, going with the theme of Fortnite, okay. I think that, like... Every away team and every sport that has a field, mm-hmm. which is basically all sports. We're talking soccer. We're talking baseball. We're talking football. Yes. Those three right there. Yes. We could do hockey, too. They're allowed to have an hour on the field before the game starts, and they can do whatever they want on the field, and they can bring whatever tools they want. They can bring wood, and they can bring hammers and nails, and they can make a fucking fence, a big wall right in the middle of the field. And they got to keep it up there. They, gotta they have to there. keep it up so, there. Um, now, 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 my question to you, my question to you would be, does the home team get to warm up prior to the game on the readjusted surface or, or to, so it's the home team warms up and then the away team comes and they do whatever they want to the playing field. And then the home team comes out to the surprise thinking, wow, 
This is the adjustments. By golly, look what these guys just did is what they're going to – I want them to think. They're going to be blown away. I want big walls, and I want trenches and valleys, and I want shovels out there. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be shocking, and it's, it'll change the game. Now, it'll affect, it'll affect the road team, too, during the game. But, but you can plan well, for prepared. it. But you have but to – now on your football team, you need a contractor. Yeah. Like you need like you need like construction men on your football. Well, I don't know if we're going that far to build well, imagine, structures, but I think tearing a up the field. Type contract or a contractor. Yeah, that's true. You know, you get M.M. O'Shaughnessy out here <laughs> building, demanding yeah, top so, dollar. But well, my thing is like, and like t- looking at this on a little bit more of a serious note here, that like was very serious. Well, like, don't say it's like, not a serious. Okay, idea. like I don't know about building like, structures, but like the idea of like you're playing a team that's faster than you, so like you just tear the shit out of the field yeah. and make it like muddy. That way, you take away yeah. like a, a yeah, like a Tyreek Hill, yeah. a Tyreek Hill kind of player. Yeah. Uh, that would be good. Or for basketball, you talk about like in the 1980s, Red Arbach and the Boston Celtics, they knew. The old Boston Garden had like certain dead spots on the court where like the ball would hit the piece of the hardwood that just wasn't attached to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So the ball would just not dribble as high and mm-hmm. it would always result. You could create dead spots. Yeah. And you would just know, like, don't take the ball of the Lakers area. court, don't take the ball at the bottom of the L. Yeah. Because all of that there's just there's no wood. Yeah. After and, the game though, the home team is allowed to do whatever they want. They can fix it back up. Yeah. Okay. But they can only take it back to its original form. They can't do nothing neat. This okay. is only an away only team, team advantage. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd like an hour because that an hour you could really really you really, really mess with a lot. And I don't like the contractor thing. <laughs> I want an idea. I, I want no 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 no. Ideas. This is good. This is good because I, I I don't want the contract. I want this game. To, Sports are about the athletes, and I don't want any more. I don't want any more uh, influence on this. Okay. So I want. I want to see like Andrew McCutcheon when he comes back into Pittsburgh, just building. Like digging a hole Fortnite in center field, walls, dude. Yeah, yeah, just building like ramps up so we can run for, up and just run. We'll, we'll say for baseball. We'll say for baseball. Thing. Rather than building walls in the outfield, you could move in. Like you could just tear down oh, the outfield up. walls and just say like, "We are playing <laughs> in a little league field today." <laughs> that would be cool. That I love would be it. Really see, cool. but that's why you like a team like the hour. Yankees with like. Like they're, Aaron Judge and Stanton, like they're just, <laughs> yeah, they already play in a little league field. Like they just, oh my yeah. god! All right, Dalton, potential, not right. bad, I like not it. bad, I like it, not bad. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right, that might be our audio clip for our next yeah. Dalton. Dalton's thoughts. Dalton's thoughts. Yeah. All right, like so that. we're moving on to our Twitter news story of the day. Dalton, if you want to throw in a name on this too, you can feel free to stick around. All right. So Luke Perry dies, star of uh, Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero, fifty two, sixty two years old. I can't remember which the age, but nonetheless, very sad. Mm. Um, we're gonna take a different route rather than play, paying a tribute to him. We are thinking of s- television stars from our childhood shows that we watched during our teenage years who we could see dying earlier. Oh. Who do you got? Uh, Andy Milanakis has been alive forever. <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. And he's totally very old. He's very he, old. How old is he? Looks he? Like, he's like he 45. Has like, he has that weird Benjamin Button disease where when he was like on yeah. like MTV, he was like 40 years yeah. old. Like, that's, that's a true. That's, that's, that's an actual. Swear, that's like, like an actual thing. People think he was like sports. nineteen, but like, sports. Sports. I know yeah, stuff about yeah, he was yeah, like fifty. Yeah. Like Dalton's been my best friend since we were eight, so oh, like I knew that through him. Yeah. But like, yeah, not many pe- people don't understand that. Like, he was Andy- part of Three Loco. Have you? Are you familiar with Three Loco at all? Know, no. It was Dirt Nasty, 
Andy Milanakis and uh, some other trash white rapper yeah. that were all just <laughs> running around together partying. Yeah. And like, they should have died. Yeah. Like, how, how is Andy Milanakis? Is he still, still like 300 pounds or whatever? He's, he's still he's, pretty heavy. He's a little chub boy. Andy sure. Milanakis. I'm pretty sure he's got a little Okay. Chub. I totally forgot about that. So the, Dalton throws in a good pick with Andy Milanakis. Uh, do you want to give your pick? We we have two. So, I, yeah, Gar, I'll give, give you pick. your first pick. I'll give a pick, although it's not nearly as good as Andy Milanakis. Okay. I was going to say uh, Danny Masterson, who I guess played Hyde. On that '70s show, oh, okay. I watched someone that 70s from that show, show has got to go down. Yeah, yeah, well, already one, one already went yeah. down. That blonde. Oh, she barely. Oh, the sister. Okay. She barely, the she slutty barely sister. Yeah. yeah. Slutty sister. Yeah. Had a lot of problems. No, but I, I mean, if you break down, like that show is super successful. I mean, you I, like. Well, Ashton Kutcher is, seems like a smart, smart fella, so I think he's got his. Yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, I he's, he's like okay. a gazillionaire. Mila Kunitz is obviously married, to married him. to him, so and like very successful. Okay. Um, too, yeah, then, but this guy, Danny Masterson, he. He's the only one. He's the oddball out. He yeah. look, hasn't he been in some recent trouble been, lately? Some, I don't know. Some accusations of. I don't know. I don't he was know. in the show The Ranch or something. Um, Everybody's getting hit with sexual. I know. I know. Uh, but I think he. I don't like his curly hair. I'm Topher, just gonna pick him. That Topher dude. Well, what's Grace. his name? Is that his name? Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Is his it's name, Eric. Yeah, played yeah. Eric. He mm-hmm. was just. Uh, he played David Duke in Black Klansman. So oh, okay. I mean, he's up and coming. Yeah. I, I mean, so that's a big role in an Oscar-nominated film, yeah. Academy-nominated film. So he's doing well. But Danny yeah. Masterson seems like he's like forty-five. He's so he's, I'm gonna pick. He's got to be the one. Yeah. Okay. That's a good first-round pick. Um, my first-round pick will be someone who is also hot in the news. Very hot in the news. It's gonna be Mike. The situation. Uh, from oh, Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. Well, you could pick any of those guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah. all they're all yeah. running on. You know, yeah. expired time yeah. now anyway. Yeah. But uh, the situation's in jail right now for tax evasion, yeah. as it is, or money laundering or something. Yeah, so good old good old white-collar crime. So he'll be out in, like, a year. I see him. This is horrible. I just don't see, I just don't see him rebounding from this. I hope he does. Jersey Shore's trying to make a comeback. I think that's going to die as well. Um, Let it die. But, yeah, like... Snooky and Wow and all, and they all got Snooki's families. Got, yeah, Snooky has like four kids now. Yeah, something, and something you know insane. they're all doing their health thing and whatever. Wow might die from just like too much Botox, mm-hmm. but like uh, I'll go with the situation dying, yeah. which will be sad. What about um? Ooh, Vinny actually, seems okay. I'm gonna scratch the situation. No. He's gonna get saved in jail, and I'm gonna <laughs> upgrade my pick to Ronnie having no. a heart attack because of his <laughs> incessant steroid yeah. and cocaine use. Yeah, man. Ronnie from yeah, the Jersey Ronnie Shore like is my. <laughs> He was comparatively, comparatively. He was he was no, nice, Ronnie? No, Vinny well, was. Vinny and Pauly were and for Pauly, sure yeah. nicer. Yeah, Ronnie yeah. beat the shit out of everyone. Yeah. I liked him. I, I liked Ronnie, Ronnie, but he sucked. He wasn't. I want to single call him the Ronnie. Nicest at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah single Ronnie would last for a week, and then it'd be with Sam. Yeah. They'd always fight. Ron, stop. Ronnie would always throw. Um, <laughs> Ron, just stop. He threw Ron, her bed out the fucking window. Right, exactly. How could you defend that guy? I, I, He's not a well, nice guy. I just remember the one time. Is I forgot about how all these awful things that he did. Yeah. And I remembered his fun laugh, and he, I was like, "Oh, he's nice." Yeah. yeah. He, he um. Fun laugh, he dude. he like punched that dude in the face and like knocked him out and had to go to jail. Yeah. And like he. He would act like all happy about it when it happened. Then the cops were he's like, I barely even hit him. Nice. And like, yeah, all right, nice guy. second yeah. round pick. Go ahead, Gar. Second round pick, uh, guy by the name. Uh, he played Jimmy on uh, Degrassi. Okay, I don't, I don't know him very well. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Graham. Graham, I think. Yeah, Aubrey Graham. He had a 
Yeah. He's the guy who got shot in Degrassi, and he I was in a so. wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Half black dude. I think yeah. he's Jewish from Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, haven't seen his name in the news much, mm. um, but he just seems like the type of guy that when he dies... He's got enemies. He's got enemies. Got a lot of enemies. He has yeah. a lot of enemies. Yeah, yeah got a lot of people yeah. just trying to drain his energy mm-hmm. and try yeah. to take away from him. So. Yeah. So that's your point. And you can call him on his cell phone. You, 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 listen, 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 you said a couple shows ago, you really suck at bringing rap lyrics into conversation, and that was a perfect, of all the fucking Drake songs reference about being murdered, you pick Hotline Bling, you yeah. can talk on his cell phone. I like that, that far away look in your eyes for like... You were thinking hard. You can tell Garden. Gar, how many Drake songs do you know? Like confidently. I was trying to get it right. Yeah. Um, And like you could. Oh man, (laughs) that was the one you picked. Yeah, I um. Those those maybe two songs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a I'm not a Aubrey Graham guy. Aubrey Aubrey Graham. I liked him at Degrassi. What you said? That's that <laughs> scene where he gets shot. I don't know. Have you seen like this? Yeah, he's like running and <laughs> what you say? He's like falling down. Like ah, he just got shot. I remember when everyone started using that song in Vines. They would like do like not. Well, I just uh, like when when Pusha T like, mundane task. Well, push push a T like body bagged him last year in like a rap beef. Really? Uh, yeah. Again, you sh- like everyone else seems to know about that. A- oh, like he called him out <laughs> yeah. for being like a deadbeat father. He's yeah. like, you have a you have a child with a stripper, and you with, don't like, pay and, child support. And people didn't even know about this. Kid. Yes, and he, like, and he just aired out his dirty laundry. Yeah, so like they made they like Photoshop Pusha T's face yeah. on the school shooter <laughs> shooting him in the grass. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was oh yeah. We got to teach you. We should do a segment. It's just like. Rap Culture 101 for Gar. Michael Gar, yeah. Okay. And then my final pick. So my final pick. um, And this is on... The ladies are not going to like this pick. And But I went down the the heartthrob route because that's what uh, Luke Perry was to many, you know, women who are in their early 30s who grew up watching 90210. So I thought of the biggest heartthrob for teen dramas in the era that we grew up in. And I thought of Tim Riggins. From Friday Night Lights, uh, just the quintessential badass bad boy dude. I mean, he's 16 years old. And he's he's hooking up with bartenders and strippers in his hometown. Very he's cool. winning 16. state titles. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he was another guy. We talked about how like there's the Aaron Crafts and the Perry Ellis yeah. who you think is just there forever yeah, at yeah. their school. Tim Riggins. I mean. It was clear to many that he was probably a senior. Yeah. I mean, his best friend was a senior in the pilot, Jason Street, you broke his neck. But this dude was only a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So, like, by his senior year, like, this dude had just done it all. Yeah. Full scholarship, dropped out of college. Anyway, enough about Tim Riggins. The actor Taylor Kitsch. Kitsch, yeah. The, uh, the actor Taylor Kitsch, he's going to die. Okay. That's my thought. That's and thought. it's going to be sad. Texas forever. We're winning state, <laughs> but not tonight. I don't get any of those references. God <laughs> damn it, man. I mean, like, this is tough. I never watched Friday Night Lights. Oh, man. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah, nice. All right. All right, Gar. Let's wrap this up. Wrap who's this getting up. your hands? My hands uh, going to a little girl who's on this commercial. Who I've, I've seen Jesus this commercial about Christ. a thousand times. Okay. It's this dishwasher commercial, this dish soap. 
And she's talking about how her mom doesn't really scrub the pans or anything. She just... Or she cleans the pans and they're done or something like that. I can't even pay attention because I'm so focused on this last line. And then this last line, she just looks at the camera. It's this little girl and she's like, so what does the dishwasher do? Have you seen that commercial? No. Well, you, I'm surprised because it's on like every five minutes. And I'm telling you, I get so annoyed with this girl. The way she says, so what does the dishwasher do? I'm punching that girl. Mm. Figuratively, of course. I, I would never actually do that in real life. <laughs> my God, I'm not a monster. So All right, so that's, that's little girl. So maybe the person who wrote the damn script yeah, or maybe, casted the girl. Yeah, How about that? The yeah. casting director. Uh, All right. And so that's who's getting Gar's hands, yeah. uh, and we will round out the show with Noah's No Doubters. Yeah. Ended. Hey, my picks on Thursday. Oh, how'd you do? Yeah, two and zero, baby. Oh, nice. You're back. Nine uh, and seven. I'm back. Nine I'm back. Seven. Dalton was here. I bet on the Islanders. Beautiful game. I I never really bet on like picks yeah. that I give. Yeah, just oh, here's here's some yeah. of my winnings. Uh, <laughs> but um. Dalton's my 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 runner. He goes and, yeah, he goes to the rivers yeah. and picks up I my keep, money. I keep the change and that's my gas money. Is that yeah. Yeah. So um, so yeah, so I I picked today. the Islanders. They crushed Jonathan. The Leafs. Yeah, yeah, the Leafs yeah. and company. Yeah. and then uh, the Seventy Sixers covered. They beat um Oklahoma City. Oh yeah, I that was like my it. pick. Yep. And then um, so we're going. We're recording this earlier in the afternoon, so there aren't a lot of lines out, but there are a couple ones that I did catch that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, two in the NHL. You're getting three no doubters today, okay. so you're welcome for the money in advance, folks. Uh, my first no doubter. You're risking be, below. Going I'm below go, I'm risking it all, and going sometimes listen. As Stu Finer said, and I've said this in my former podcasts already, mm-hmm. you never make a bet that you feel comfortable doing. And I don't feel comfortable really in any of these bets because they're all kind of tough. My and first as one, the common phrase goes, risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, exactly. And you want that biscuit. I want that biscuit. Go mm. ahead. All right, my first pick is the New, Jer- New Jersey Devils home money line plus 130. You know what I always love is good home dog. I've said this, <laughs> and they're playing the Columbus Blue Jackets, who have been uh, reeling trash. Yeah, and here's the thing: is that a word? Everyone, everyone in sports, you know, like after the deadline, there's always like these teams that take off. Yeah, and there's always the one team that just falls apart. And I think this is the Blue Jackets. Yeah, I think the Blue Jackets. There's just certain. There's just certain teams that just aren't meant for nice things. Columbus Blue Jackets, they're not meant for nice things. I just see them completely falling like out. And I think I think once they completely fall out of it, then the the Eastern Conference playoffs are pretty much all but decided. Mm-hmm. You know, the Penguins and Canadians might have to fought, fight to see who's the 7 or the 8, and maybe the Penguins can try to jump Carolina to, yeah. to get, you know, the 3 uh, in the Metro. But for the most part, I think that, you know, Columbus is going to fall apart really soon. And this one right here, this will be lost number three in a row for them. So I take the New Jersey Devils, just like play it. spoiler, went on their home ice. There you go. Uh, that's my first pick. Second pick, we talked about the Hurricanes. Really good game Tuesday night. If you got, I mean, the Penguins obviously have a game against the Panthers, I believe, on Tuesday. Penguins do, yeah. Yes, Penguins so, do, yeah. but Sorry, I, I think the best hockey game yeah. of the night is between the Carolina Hurricanes, who have won three in a row, and the Boston Bruins, who have won right. five in a row. As Bobby Erie would say, the Boston Bruins. Yes, just two wagons, yeah. as yeah. I like to call them. Okay. You want to get out, you, you know, hide your girl when these two teams walk through, because they're going to steal it from you. You're going you're gonna <laughs> to steal her from you. as a guy Because these guys are red hot. Yeah. They're smoking hot. Fair enough. And, um... 
Boston's won five in a row. I feel like they're due for a loss. Okay. Uh, and I'm going with the Dancing Canes. Okay. Let's go, let's go with those bunch jerks. Of, bunch of jerks. Bo- I know I picked them a lot recently, yeah. but it hasn't hurt my bank account. There you go. So, uh, in my last pick, we go we go from the ice to the hardwood. You know, they, they put the little the little little pads down, and they build the court over top of it, like you see on those montages of yeah. the broadcast yeah. of those Madison pads. Square Garden, yeah. like yeah. the fast cam thing, yeah. like yeah. overnight, like this is how long it yeah. took for the Knicks to get their court ready. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, I'm going to go with the Houston Rockets, plus four, on the road, north of the border, Ooh. against the it's Raptors, a, a potential... NBA Finals preview that will never happen because yeah. the Golden State Warriors are going to make it, and, and the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks and the Milwaukee it. Bucks. Yeah. The uh, um, Raptor, or yeah, the Raptors just lost to the Pistons. Yes, and the Rockets. Be angry. The Rockets are looking to come back. They're, well, the Rockets are hot. Okay. They beat the Boston Celtics. Something that pretty much everyone else can say in the last month. I was going to say, that's not a real but, brag as much. No, anymore. but I think but you know they got probably the MVP playing mm-hmm. good basketball right mm-hmm. now. Uh, so yeah. I'll go Houston. Well, maybe the MVP. I know, Giannis. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Houston Rockets plus four, and the Hurricanes and the Devils both money line plus 130. Those are my three Noah's No Doubters. Like the it. next time you will hear this soothing voice, Michael Gar, I will be 12 and 7. 12 and 7. And I will and be a wealthier nine man. 9 and 10. I will be a wealthier man. I will be stimulating the economy of Pittsburgh from the taxes that come from my winnings down at the Rivers Casino. So you're welcome for the paved roads. Because I am a good fucking gambler. There you go. <laughs> Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's my weekend. It's, it's, it's Tuesday when they're listening to this. Oh, yeah. Happy Tuesday. That's still my weekend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you got a birthday coming up. I do. You? So, so do, do you. I know. When's your birthday? The 12th. Next week from Tuesday. Okay. Next, the 12th. Oh, Anybody man. Anybody the 15th? Yeah, 16th. 16th. So 16th. you're next Saturday. Yes. Okay. Yeah, gotta have a good time. Yeah, yeah so I'm you starting got, to think about wait, that. Wait, oh, do you work on the 16th? Do you work Saturday night? I work, uh, I do work that Saturday uh, night. Oh, damn, I was yeah. gonna say, we maybe see you around town. Yeah, maybe, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, be those, sure, are, those are my thoughts. I'm those are your birthdays. thoughts. Be I'm sure to rate us, subscribe us, uh, subscribe to us, yeah. leave us a review, give yeah. us your thoughts on Dalton's thoughts. I thought that was a really good segment. Yeah. Shout out to Dalton for joining us. Dalton, um, if you want to give a thought on Dalton's thoughts? Uh, I think my thoughts are good. No, thoughts. I mean like on Dalton's driving to Maryland I mean, right I'm now. Are you really? Dal- uh, to Dude. go play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a deep, deep nerd. So and like he's commitment. turning. He's got to work tomorrow. Damn. And and I have to work tomorrow. I have class from eleven. Oh, at IUP. PM IUP, which is an hour away. I spend my time on the road. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, and he's going to Maryland right going now. Going to Maryland. To yeah, go goodness. play a board game. Do your thing. No, it's not a board game. It's oh. a fancy role-playing game. Okay. Oh, get okay. straight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Give us your thoughts on Dalton. Give us your thoughts on anything. Follow us on Twitter, at you and Pod. We're going to get really big on social media. That's the... That's pop the, those peas, baby. Pop it? Pop it. Yep. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got. So, and for Michael Gar, uh, I'm No House, and we will see you next time.